Hi, this is Brad Constantine, and you've reached the Book of Mormon Lecture Series. I've been teaching seminary and institute for the last 11 years, and uh, this is an attempt to do a deep dive into the Book of Mormon itself. I'm hoping that you'll find this uplifting and edifying. This is not an official recording of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but every attempt has been made to be as doctrinally accurate as possible. So if you're ready for a deep dive into the Book of Mormon, here we go. Hi, and welcome back to the Book of Mormon podcast. I'm Brad Constantine, and this discussion is going to be 2 Nephi 23 and also Isaiah 13. So remember that we've said before that uh, some of Isaiah's prophecies have more than one meaning or one fulfillment. This one uh, is mentioned in the uh, description of the section here. It talks about the destruction of Babylon as a type of destruction of the second coming. And so there's going to be dual fulfillment. Yes, this happened uh, to Babylon, but it's also going to happen at the end of the world, too, at the second coming. <clears throat> Verse 1, the burden, and any time we see the burden mentioned here, it's usually a prophecy of doom that the prophet is having to, to explain to people. And so this is what Isaiah is seeing here is a prophecy about the doom of Babylon. Uh, the burden of Babylon, which Isaiah, the son of Amos, did see, lift ye up a banner upon the high mountain. Exalt the voice unto them, shake the hand, that they may go into the gates of the nobles. Notice that there are three signs here that are evidence to the world of the truth of the restoration of the gospel. Lift the ensign, call with a voice, and beckon with the hand. <clears throat> here we talk about the ensign, which is the Book of Mormon in the church. Call with a voice. We're sending missionaries throughout the world to proclaim the gospel. And beckon with the hand. We're, we're welcoming people into church. We're shaking hands with them, we're giving them um, priesthood ordinances as well. <clears throat> Verse 3, I have commanded my sanctified ones, and who are they? Uh, Jehovah's sanctified ones are those who are temple worthy, who actually attend the temple, and who are made holy by Christ's power. In ancient Israel, the soldiers prepared for the holy war by participating in holy rituals connected with the temple. In this dispensation, Jesus Christ's soldiers, members of the church, prepare for battle against Babylon by participating in temple rituals. So, in other words, before young men and sisters go on missions, they go to the temple first to participate in temple ordinances uh, before they go out to battle against the world. Continuing verse 3, I have also called my mighty ones, and mine anger is not upon them that rejoice in my highness. The noise or voice of the multitude in the mountains, like as of a great people, a tumultuous noise of the kingdoms of nations gathered together. The Lord of hosts mustereth the hosts of the battle. They come from a far country. Notice where the missionaries are coming from. They're coming from a far country, meaning America, uh, from the end of heaven, from all parts of the earth. Yea, the Lord and the weapons of his indignation to destroy the whole land. How ye, for the day of the Lord is at hand. In other words, the second coming is about to happen. It shall come as a destruction from the Almighty. Brigham Young went on to explain some of the destruction that's going to happen, um, the earthquakes and the other things that are going to happen prior to the second coming. Verse 7, Therefore shall all hands be faint, every man's heart shall melt or have fear, and they shall be afraid. Pangs and sorrows shall take hold of them, they shall be amazed one at another, their faces shall be as flames. <clears throat> this sounds like uh, what's going to happen in the second coming when people are destroyed by fire. Behold, the day of the Lord cometh, cruel both with wrath and fierce anger, to lay the land desolate, and he shall destroy the sinners thereof out of it. We know that all the celestial things of the earth will be destroyed at the second coming. 
For the stars of heaven and the constellations thereof shall not give their light. The sun shall be darkened in his going forth, and the moon shall not cause her light to shine. Now this doesn't mean that the sun and the moon are going to stop shining or giving light. It's just that the earth will be so filled with smoke and pollution that you won't be able to see any lights. And this could, because of, this could be because of earthquakes or even from volcanic activity. This might even happen when the continents are brought back together with the giant earthquake that brings the continents back. Uh, this could cause the, the debris and so on to be in the air so thick that we can't see the light of the sun and the, and the moon. Verse 11, And I will punish the world for evil and the wicked for their iniquity. I will cause the arrogancy of the proud to cease and will lay down the haughtiness of the terrible. I will make a man more precious than fine gold, even a man than the golden wedge of Ophir. Therefore I will shake the heavens, and the earth shall remove out of her place. Now notice what's happening to the earth here. Um, <clears throat> when the earth was framed and brought into existence and man was placed upon it, it was near the throne of our Father in heaven. When man fell, the earth fell into space and took up its abode in this planetary system. This is the glory the earth came from, and when it is glorified, it, shall, it will return again unto the presence of the Father. Now, I'm not sure when this is going to happen exactly, if it's at the second coming or just during the millennium, but when eventually uh, the earth will be put back to near Kolob, where it was created. In the wrath of the Lord of hosts and in the day of his fierce anger, and it shall be as the chaste roe, or the gazelle, and as a sheep that no man taketh up, and they shall every man turn to his own people and flee everyone into his own land. So we'll probably be divided up into families or neighborhoods or whatever. Everyone that is proud shall be thrust through, yea, and everyone that is joined to the wicked shall fall by the sword. Their children also shall be dashed to pieces before their eyes. Their houses shall be spoiled and their wives ravished. Behold, I will stir up the meads against them, which shall not regard silver and gold, nor shall they delight in it. Their bows shall also dash the young men to pieces, and they shall have no pity on the fruit of the womb. Their eyes shall not spare children. And Babylon, meaning Satan's kingdom or the world, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldees' excellency, shall be as when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. It shall never be inhabited, neither shall it be dwelt in from generation to generation, neither shall the Arabian pitch tent there, neither shall the shepherds make their fold there. But the wild beasts of the desert shall lie there, and their houses shall be full of doleful creatures, and owls shall dwell there, and satyrs shall dance there. And the wild beasts of the island shall cry in their desolate houses, and dragons in their pleasant palaces. And her time is near to come, and her day shall not be prolonged, for I will destroy her speedily. Yea, I will be merciful unto my people, but the wicked shall perish. These destructions that are mentioned uh, here are the same as those mentioned in the Revelation of John, chapter, chapters 9, 11, 16, 17, and 18. So I'll refer you to those. Um, so Isaiah here is talking about... Uh, events that will be at the second coming, the destruction that will occur, and how the telestial world and the telestial people will all be burned and killed and destroyed at the second coming, but the saints and those that are at least of a terrestrial nature will be able to survive the second coming and will be spared the destruction. I bear testimony that these things are true. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Uh, if you like this podcast, let us know, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.